Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. I walk the face of the earth with a boldness which makes people ask, who sent you? I tell them I am. They tell me, that's a cute affirmation, but it's not an answer. I reply, listen again. My affirmation is your answer. He's the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Hey, turn the reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of I am. Handsome chocolate mofo, yo. Anytime I'm on GoPro. Liverpool high home growth. Living spots with a coke so low. This is what foul morale so low. So I pitched it fast, pitch it slow. To the cows call home, bro. It didn't make sense. I was told as a child I wouldn't be shit. Revenge on my mind, started flipping the script. They fed me lies, started puking that shit. They treated me different, I embraced that shit. You know the ones that be closest to you to be the family ties. Sacred bonds, seeing plenty murder, dirty, dirty service, little cuz, cock up with a dirty burn up. But better I believed in me a thousand percent. Bet I achieved what I was sitting here to get. And I couldn't resist. Killing these niggas with their toxinness. Without a popping pistol, monotonous. Told myself I couldn't rock with this. Hanging with goofies, couldn't get rich. True blood suckers, couldn't see bliss. Couldn't see shit. Chris Cold face, nigga. Nigga, you dead wrong. I ain't regurgitating, percolating, singing the same song. I'm blessed all day long. say I'm washed. Well, they're absolutely right. I am washed. As in washed, cleansed, and purified of the nonsense they tried to attest to my context. I am resilient. I am more than a survivor. I am a thriver. He's the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Hey, turn the reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of Surprised that I ain't lost my mind. Had to take setbacks and learn to weak setbacks. That those I gave jetpacks that no planes don't fly. Now I'm in no space, so wasting my time. Focus my goals into shift paradigms. My get up and go to keep my folks from dying. So I'm in the road with a goal that's refined. Yeah, body with a mean vision. Reflected from every angle through a clean prism. Dark matter reflecting intact the color of gray. When I lost my mother, found peace inside my queen. And I leaned in on my brothers. Yeah, bars was shaping up the grand scheme. I done wrestled to the mat on my damn demons. In a matter of time, became a champion. Now my everyday marches to do the damn thing. So my aim's a pack out of the arena, inspire the future leaders with every line of deliverers, the guards and our believers, do what they can't conceive us, love what we do and leave us, break they never see us, woo, god damn I'm feeling good mother, fuck what they say, I'm doing what they never would, yeah, 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 get a grasp on your life, yeah, pay many sacrificial prices, body I'm done playing nice, yeah, they gonna recognize who the nice is, from the north to the southeast, kicking a deserving lane, share about seats, I'm aligned with it man, you cannot be, say anything I want, yeah, turn up! Man, I ain't talking in terms of I wish, I want to, or even I will anymore. 
Only things I proclaim my I do, I have, and I am. I do as my ancestors instruct. I have all I need to affect change, and I am a living magnification of God. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more than the loveless. I love me more than the loveless. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of I am. None of the truth can deny the power of I am. The great I am. Because anything after that. I am that I am has set me up in here. In the universe, period. I Shouts am. Out. Shouts out to the bro Naeem Bricks. Yes. With that Woo-hoo. joint. Um, that is I am off his new album called Culture. It's available now on all streaming platforms. Culture with a K. From the boy, the real Bricks, Naeem Bricks. Shout out to him. Featuring hey. yours truly in the in the, in the bro. In the path. AJ Throwback. Who also hosts. AJ Throwback hosts bars every Wednesday from a, uh, 11 to 1. So check that out as well on Win DC Radio. Got to shout out to other people. B-A-R. Was that? Spell it up. B-A-R. Balancing Act Radio Show. Yes. B-A-R-S. Bars. Boom. Every Wednesday, the boom, bro boom, AJ boom. Throwback is hosting a very cultured and, and, and diverse um, show every week. Shoving from music to accounting to health to wellness community to, service, to community service, all things you could think of, the bros hosting it. We appreciate it. Black radio support, black radio support, independent radio. That's what's happening. WinDCRadio.com. Yeah, yeah. The boy bars. Um, excuse me, the boy AJ throwback with bars on every Wednesday. So we here. This is Sound Bites. Sound Bites Radio. Coming to you live every Monday In now. In your face. In your face. Um, Start it up out there. Black consciousness. Blessings. Yes, Start yes. It up out there. Black consciousness is the claim. One world, world is, is the aim. aim. Giving you what you need every every Monday. I want to say Wednesday oh, too. Every Monday. <laughs> every Monday. Nine thirty um, p.m. Kicking off your week, your work week, whatever that looks like for you, right? Um, and we here. I am Hasir Khan Neferad. This is uh, Neferad Tumati Ra playing the broadcast, so you can hear it again in live and direct. You brought back. <laughs> um, we here. We saw enough with the good energy, y'all. We want to get in some high vibes. Yeah, get in some high um, vibes. Cause there's some rough stuff going on these past few weeks, as you know. So we're gonna get into it. If you're on the Facebook, you, you see the con- you see the context of what we're gonna be talking about today. You want to book a face? Um, Holla at us. Girl, if you don't, don't close that I don't up. know what's happening. It's on silent. No, it's not. It is. It's clearly not. Look. That's up. I'm telling you, it's on. Listen. Can't do it. That's not even it. You gotta turn it down. Listen, it's always supposed to be silent. Down. Turn that part down. It's all good. You're not even using it. So hey, fam, like, listen. Listen, we get little, it together. Little, little circumstances, situations on the technical tip. <laughs> I shame my brother named Bricks. You know the everyday mantra. We doing a damn thing. All right, here. yeah. The power so, of I am, brother. Yes, yes. So again. Walking with the vibe. They be like, hey, who sent you? Who sent you? I am that I, I am. am sent me. That's real. I've um, been here. So we gonna get into it. <laughs> Share the video. Join the conversation in the, yes. in the chat. Um, we got you covered. Um, FYI, we're launching the, the website soon um, on, on, a, on a full scale. You know, so we're going to have the videos uploaded on yes, there, yes, yes. podcasts and everything. So the website is coming soon. Um, you can click the link and see not much there, but it's coming full-fledged soon. Um, this is soundbites.com. So 
Um, but yeah, we we talking today about a few things. Yes, we did. You missed that part. During? So. Cause, Cause Brooke is over here talking about I look different. Okay, Brooke, talking about you. I'm like different. Brooke, what? <laughs> <laughs> what okay. I do, Brooke? You didn't you didn't wipe the whole memory of us doing the introduction. Anyway, we're gonna get into it. Um, yes. So, so yeah, a lot's been happening with Texas. I don't know what's going on with Texas. Um, Brooke, maybe you can tell us what's going on with Texas, because I don't know what's happening. Some folks down um, there crazy. Doing a lot. So we had the whole Botham Jean thing a few weeks ago. Was it a few weeks ago? I don't know. Everything's blurring, but... It's blurring. A few weeks ago. It yeah, wasn't that think, long ago. I think it was, it was the 4th, so yeah, it was a few weeks ago. So it was October 4th that we October, had the hug in circumstance. That was a Friday, so like, I think the 2nd or something like that. Um, That whole hugging thing, the whole that forgiveness cool. thing, the whole debacle of that situation and, and you know, what, yeah, what the black forgiveness... What black forgiveness looks like, how does this, you know, how it essentially, you know, whether or not it's a beautiful thing to look at, looking at the grand, the macro landscape of how it still contributes to the greater landscape of white supremacy, the greater landscape of, of, of pushing forth, um, black forgiveness as this thing that we get to do, but nobody else does apparently. Apparently we not. Get to, we get to forgive everybody else but ourselves, um, and how to continue to perpetuate, um, in a sense, taking away from our actual own healing and, and 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 us elevating ourselves, because when do we give ourselves forgiveness, right? When do we when do we forgive our brothers and sisters for the for for the trespasses? Forgive to educate and elevate, um, to bring us to a greater space of healing, mm-hmm. right? But if we're very quick to to provide this forgiveness to oppressors, to oppressive mind states, to oppressive systems, um, just because they give us candy and it doesn't work, so. We got placebo. that deal, that the whole placebo, and then, and 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 the, and within that, you know, mm-hmm. a, a life isn't as valued. Yeah, okay, we're we're out here. Yes, you know, rip both them gene, but essentially, like, when you want to talk about close knit family things like that, our life is being pushed to the wayside to lift up the the loving and forgiveness and the power of forgiving murders of our of our own. You know what I mean? And forgive forgiving it again. Symbols of a white oppressed, uh, oppressive system, a white supremacist system, um, and it, and it is it's a hard thing to watch. Um, kind of like the back and forth about it. Like I get the the understanding of how beautiful forgiveness sounds, but we're mm-hmm. just we're not in the space for that to be a solid foundation to sit on, humanity wise, because we're not treated as humans still. Right. Um, case in point, we follow up a week later with the case of uh, Atanya. A Tatiana, yes, a Tatiana Jefferson, Jefferson. Um, in Fort Worth, who was killed in her home, or killed her, I guess, family home. She was, she was watching her nephew, um, watching her nephew playing video games with him from about ten o'clock, I guess, to about two a.m. or whatever. They was getting it in, and um, neighbor, uh, concerned neighbor, I forgot his name, Charlie something. He looked like a Charlie. I think his name. <gasps> but I'm just annoyed. Concerned neighbor felt that. And this is this is where we where we really get to check in, um, black folk. It's like he you know he felt it was necessary to, because her door was ajar the whole that whole time the whole what is it 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. time frame, that something must be wrong. That I want to do a wellness check. Let me call of all people the in police. this day and age, the cops. I'm gonna get to it. <laughs> like in all day and age, this. like the cops, right? Like and and and. And I hate to say, of course, but in short, we a young woman lost her life that night frivolously. For what? For what? 
and not even in, in proper any proper form of any protocol. She was shot through a window. He didn't even know who it was. He didn't. He, he didn't, shot a shadow. He didn't. He didn't acknowledge himself as police. He said, "Put your hands up, freeze. Put your hands up." And then within seconds, shot through the window, seeing her in the window because she was trying to probably see who who's just yelling at me through the window, and shoots her. Right, and then of course they want to bring in. Oh, there was a gun in the house. She wasn't using it. Shut up. It wasn't even near it her wasn't, person. It wasn't near her person. It was not being used. She was not robbing. She was in the house playing video games with her nephew, watching her nephew, and she lost her life that night un unjustly, superfluously, because of a trigger happy um, maniac behind a badge, and they, and they become maniacs at this point. It's not even like oh this is individual. No, he's the maniac. There's a, a psycho a psychotic maniac. You have to be. You have to be to take such liberties with yourself, with your badge, with your assumed power, with this, with, with the, the freedom of weapon in your hand and the freedom of a history of people who operate in the same way across the country, getting off scot-free with killing black folk or killing anybody for that matter. Um, and it's a shame. We just got word today that one, he resigned, and two, he was arrested for murder. Um, but we'll see how that goes. We all know the tale of the tape where we're kind of numb to it. Um, and it's a really sad state of affairs. This is where we are as a society, as a community, as a black community, where we're kind of just numb and we're, we're, ha we're, we're out here like, well, he's probably going to get off with a slap on the wrist or probation or mm. no jail time or, you know, an administrative leave and paid vacation and probably will end up, uh, you know, on somebody else's force in a couple of years. Um... Officer Aaron Dean is a lowlife um, and took uh, uh, Tatiana Jefferson's life unjustly. Um, and our, our thoughts and prayers and hearts are with the family, um, are with the father who, you know, expressed major grief as he lost his only daughter um, and is not willing to give out hugs. I feel you um, because that's his only daughter. He lost his child for nothing. She was a pre-med student. Right, she wasn't out here wheeling and dealing and and slinging slinging dope and 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 you know shooting up places or nothing of that nothing of that nature. <clears throat> yeah, she, was <clears throat> she was chilling. In the a family home. better be highly highly compensated. Um, and the officer jail for life. I mean, you know, yeah. it's all it's all you know the financial compensation piece is all well and good. You know, and yeah, it, it's something. But at the end of the day, it doesn't take the place of a life. Yeah, it doesn't you change. You know, when you lost somebody so close to you, life period in and of itself. But <clears throat> remember something, life only, black lives, like Tatiana's life matters to her family and friends and people that knew her. You know, we really got a catalog. And it's, it's in so many places. I'm saying it, and because we say it, and we're in our community and we're with our people. The thing about it is black folks don't really want to have this conversation authentically. They're in the shadows, whispering to themselves, which demonstrates a subordinate posture. The fact of the matter remains is the appropriate response for a hostile in environment is either to fight or run. Mm -hmm. We are doing neither. We running around here hugging and forgiving people. The proper response to danger is to fight or flight. Right. Run or fight. We're doing neither. So therefore, something has retarded our natural human organism responses to danger. Mm -hmm. White people, people who have a white cultural consciousness, white-centered consciousness, 
white supremacists that have access to white skin privilege are at the helm of in, of impacting our lives with some of this danger. Mm-hmm. So I'm not here for having a conversation that is poo-poo and politically correct. I don't care about that. I have a son. Mm. Tatiana has a family. Delroy Small. Um, Philando Castile. Sean Bell. Uh, Alton Sterling. All these, these like, come on, come on, Lee Graham. Like, what's what's happening? Like, it's, it's not okay. These lives matter to these people's family members, to their communities, right? Their, their brick being taken out of the out of the tree of life matters to their family. And right. Right. people are having a white cultural experience, which we'll get to later on, a little bit down the line, a little bit, a little bit more. We will we will do a little bit of examination as to how they're experiencing their responsibility to this landscape. Mm-hmm. What I do often tell you, though, is that police officers are John and Jane Q. Public. This white officer and the one that shot Botham Jean in his house and the other officer that shot the Philando Castile, who was an Asian officer who shot this man, um, no, no, it wasn't. It, it was an Asian officer that shot Akai Gurley in the staircase in Linda Projects in, in dim light in Brooklyn, in East New York, Brooklyn. Doing vertical patrol. Doing vertical patrol in dim light. He's walking down the staircase, which we do, right, in the peas. Mm-hmm. Um, and he shot him. Didn't, didn't warn. Like, in his heart, he was afraid. And this is coming out of, that you juxtaposition this, and I always try to in- invite you to have an intelligent conversation, not an emotional conversation, mm-hmm. not a response, um, an immediate response, kind of a scientific, intelligent conversation. Juxtaposition this to the black doll, white doll experiment. The black doll, white doll experiment, little black girls at five years old already see themselves as the bad doll and the white doll is the good doll and the white doll is the doll I want to play with and the bad doll is the ugly doll and I don't want to play with that one. Five years old. Right. They know that from jump. They're not stupid. Five-year-old little black kids are having this conversation. What kind of conversation do you think five-year-old little white kids are having? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. On top of the fact that they're, they're surrounded by white adults that probably, when their doors are closed, call black folks niggas. Because just because you don't hear them don't mean they're not using the language. A cop that would walk into a house and shoot a black man in his home, a cop that would shoot a black woman through her window without even knowing who he's visiting, because that could have been a white person in there. But he was in a black neighborhood. He was just guns blazing. He knew. He just was guns blazing. Well, he, he had just got to fe- exterminate him. He had a feeling that he was unsafe for some reason. And usually white people have feelings of unsafety when they're around black people. But for what reason? Because yeah. black people fight or flight responses, which are the natural responses to danger, are not working. Black people are not running around here shooting up white people in great numbers the way white people are running around here shooting up black people. Like white, like black people actually have a reason to walk the streets terrified every day. White people don't. They don't. In fact, they come into the hood <clears throat> when they gentrified all of these black neighborhoods They've walked through these neighborhoods like they knew you wasn't going to do nothing to them. Like they knew I wish you would look at me sideways. I will call the police so fast. Mm-hmm. There were white people when they gentrified these neighborhoods in the very beginning of the early tw- 2000s when they was coming up and through Bed-Stuy. They were calling the police on black people sitting on their own stoops where they lived. 
They were calling the police on black people in their yards barbecuing because the, the cold smell was going up into their windows. I'm a, I saw this with my own eyes. Was really White people. And deconstructing culture. Remember the, I remember, I'll never forget the story of, um, what was it, Spike Lee's father? Was a mm -hmm. musician? Um, clearly a staple of where he was in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Um, as, you know, musician playing his music, he plays aloud, and yes. that's what it is. And the fact that these, these new folk moving in, fresh fresh out of whatever West Bubblefuck, and find themselves coming into a culture that already existed, that obviously residents already understood was a, pro a process of community mm -hmm. and adjusted accordingly to what that mm -hmm. looks like to accommodate it because of there's a soul, there's a history there. Move into this space and begin to disrupt it with constant um, noise complaints to the police. This person is playing music and da, da, da. Like, Yeah, okay, fine. You can say like, oh, I want to sleep, whatever. But like, it look. But you, you're coming into something that was already ingrained in the community. It's a part of the community. So what happens is, what, and and that's just what we do as a people. I mean, you look at like like the within African spirituality and culture. Like, it's not about time. It's about culture. And it's about your people. About the village. Period. You hear. You hear. You get here when you get here. Yep. And we create the culture. It's all the same. The time actually really does. It's not a mechanism of 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 telling how we relate to each other. It's how we relate to each other. How do we love each other? So that's what we do um, innately as a people. You know, if he's playing enough, okay. Well, I'm, I'm just. That, that's what happens, so let me just adjust my time. I know he's going to play at 10 p.m. Let me get a nap earlier or whatever, and then maybe I'll go over and jam with him. You know, that's just what it is. But when you have people that are not accustomed to the culture building, cult, culture building, culture building um, nature of the African diaspora, of black people um, in America, who may not even know where that comes from, mm -hmm. it's just in us. Right? It's just a part of our natural coding. It's just coding. a part of our natural coding. So we you're, want you're to come and link up. You're trying to come in and disrupt that because you don't like it, but like this one space really wasn't made for you. You're moving here for what? For for cheaper rent, and then somehow the rent raises because you're there. And now people and are now priced people out, are put out. And, and people are put out, and now you've displaced communities. You disrupted culture and displaced communities um, and have a whole nerve. Like, first Saturdays at Target and Brooklyn Museum have changed completely because of this dynamic. Where it used to be this big cultural fest that's packed with all peoples having a good time. And these new folks move in, gentrify the fuck out of it, and now it's too loud on a Saturday night for a party that ends at 11 p.m., mm. maybe even 10.30. Okay. And it's still time to go somewhere else and party. I remember I used to do it. Right, peace and blessings. Blessings, brother, 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 brother I see you. Thank you for coming in. Please share the link. We're talking about tonight um, white privilege. And yeah. also, we're chopping it up about the, uh, the Atiana uh, Jefferson. Atatiana. Atatiana Jefferson's execution, mm -hmm. lynching, mm -hmm. call it what it is, mm -hmm. um, and the insensitivity of the police of this day all across this country yeah. towards African people. And the fact that no one is coming up front and making a big statement about this that there needs to be some immediate reform about this. Reform. I like like immediate reform. There needs to be immediate reform on how police are interacting with black people. One, it's gotta be because different. they know that black people at this point are on edge and very edgy about police because of what's happening to them. So their emotional responses, they're amped. They're they're trying to hold it together. 
and they're just spun with emotion. And sometimes, you know, something black people, we do express ourselves very differently than white people express themselves. Loud and boisterous and authoritative. Energy. And sometimes it's abrasive, and maybe passion. abrasive. You know, maybe. But white people, oh, calm down. I'm so tired of people telling me to calm down. Because there's nothing wrong with me. And I'm not even loud when I'm saying it. I'm just coming at you and I'm making a, <coughs> a committed statement about something. And I'm saying so that, you know, I need you to rectify this. This is what's happening. And this is what I expect to see happening. This is what didn't happen. So how can you rectify this situation? And the man tells me I need to calm down. Why am I calming down? What occurred? You're assuming that I'm amped up? But see, I'm Is not... My homeboy? I'm talking about the pizza guy the other night. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm talking about other people that I've had conversations with over the past couple of months. I don't just allow people to talk to me in any kind of way. It is unacceptable. If we live in a post-racial America, I actually conduct myself like we live in a post-racial America. So when I show up and I expect to receive service, yeah. And I expect black, white, green, purple, yellow with black polka dots. I don't care. I expect to be respected. And if you don't, I will call you on it in that moment. We're not waiting forever. I'm going to check you on it now, and I'm right in your corporate office. And you're going to figure yourself out how to be respectful to the next set of black people that come up through here. She'll write a mean letter. I, what? Don't, don't play with me. Queen. Don't you know play with you me. You want a letter? Your bosses, bosses will hear from me. Okay. I don't play the phone. Because it has to be done so that the next set of people that come through here don't have to go through the circumstances. Aside from that, we have to also walk in the space because we need to condition these people how to treat us differently. We do. We, need to, we, we have to condition them how to respond to us. So as long as you padding your feet, and you're doing what my uncle would call the nigger shuffle, you got to stop that because that's not going to change anything. There needs to be an alarm that's sounding right now where police are having roundtables all over this country. <clears throat> but you know what that's up against? They haven't done it, and there was a need for it ever since Oscar Grant. When the Oscar Grant case occurred, oh, they should have had alarm going off right then and there, but they didn't. That hard. man was in cuffs on his knees on the ground already. Why oh. did you shoot him? See, they are, there should have been an alarm going off right at that moment, but it didn't. Hearing about that case, that case was so crazy. And watching Fruitvale Station, I was like, it did. that legit pissed, that pissed me off. Like, the movie pissed me off. So I can imagine, like, the actual experience, like. When that uh, occurred, there should have been a need for there to be an alarm going off all over this country because these white folks should have been scared that black folks were going to lose their minds all over this country. They already had enough of a fit when um, when um, Rodney King's situation. Oh, man. And then they had to have Rodney King get on TV in the 95, 96. Come on, people. We're we not going to do this. We're going to forgive. He in the wheelchair tap dancing for white folks. They gave him $3 million. That man was broke in no time and out here on drugs. Mm. Okay? The stress. They paid him a little coin, then they left him out there, hung him to dry, and he left him to his own devices, and he didn't have the support system, and he had this money. And he ended up broke again, and he ended up dying. I think he drowned in his swimming pool. Damn. Drowned in his own swimming pool on drugs. I didn't even know that. Like, what's Sister, the problem? Fifth, I think 15 years later. Sister Brooks says, look at what they did around the BLM movement. They killed half the founders. Yeah. That like and ever like all and the people in um in Ferguson, all the protesters, the the head protesters, 
in Ferguson often. Lynching in 2018, 2017, who's 18. Doing this? Lynching in 2019, people. Lynching like, people that were the head of movements. Yeah, this is what's happening. This is what this is what happening within um this oppressive system. And not only that, you're looking at people that are healers. What was it? 2016 through 2017, they were they just was killing people, doctors. They, they were killing yes, doctors. Yes. They were straight Healers, killing doctors. doctors. Man. That one judge that was speaking out killed her. Yes, killed her. They're going to say, oh, she fell magically. They killed her. They killed all those people. How they just disappear all of a sudden? People that actually have something that challenges the corporate system, the corporatocracy of big pharma and all that type of stuff. Because that's what's running the government. It's, it's, it's big pharma, you know, the big pharma, corporatocracy, things like that. Like the business, because we're in the business of America, not in the, the people of America, the United States of United Peoples. This is a business. This whole country this is, the is United one gigantic Corporation cat, of America. Cat business. And a corporation gets to protect itself and protect its coffers. The only way that a business survives is if it does business. Yeah. And how does a how, a government is actually is paid for and funded by the people. The people pay taxes, right? No taxation without representation. You're supposed to be able to say to your government, "We need clean water." Instead. Ferguson, we need clean water. Newark, New Jersey, we need an adequate transportation system. Yeah. We need food. We need proper. We need clean air. Government. This is what you should be able to say to your government. But you know what happened? The corporatocracy that's lining the pockets of your government experience is saying, you know what? We don't want no regulation about no air because we got this. We, we over here fracking, and we over here with these with these with this um uh industry that is producing pollutants. But if you put a legislation in place. We're gonna be fined up the wazoo. We won't make money. We're giving you corporate. We're giving you stocks in our business and our corporation, so you can line your pockets for ten generations. Let that rock out. <clears throat> Let these people be, uh, bark and carry on. Right. Right. But you know something? Your your job, your your government your government job has a mutual fund that's trading with these corporations that's poisoning the air. Yeah. Your mutual fund that you put into every month when they tell you that if you've been on the job for so long, they told me my last job, oh, you've been here for a year. After a year, you have to make a donation to, you have to make a deposit to the to the uh, the union, the, the the group fund. What? I opt out of everything. You can't tell me that I have to give my money where you've been here. Excuse me? You can't tell me I have to give none of my dollars. I don't want to contribute to no mutual fund. You're not gonna give me a list of who these corporations are. I'm not giving you none of my money. Yeah, tell me who. Tell me who it is. Because I'm not contributing to the to the Let corrections to corporation them. to the corrections corporation of America. Let me holler. At them I am them. not contributing to federally traded prison private <clears throat> prisons that no. trade on bodies, and 65 percent of the prison system are African <clears throat> people. No. I'm not contributing to that. No. I'm not. I'm not contributing to corporations that actually use GMO products <clears throat> and poison our people's foods. Right. I'm not contributing to that. And all this type of stuff. Sorry, buddy. Messing up our crops and our food. Sorry, buddy. And I try not to spend my coins with them. And I keep trying to tell you people, stop spending your money with these people. Do your best to minimize your spending. Stop contributing to them. If you squeeze them financially, they will get right. You're not getting no results from the government. Because they got the government like this. You will mm -hmm. not get mm -hmm. results from the government. It's nice to vote. Mm -hmm. I hear you on the voting. 
That's great. Keep the voting thing going. But it's actually not effective. Anymore. It's not effective. It needs to be more action. It's not effective, but you got to keep your voting consciousness so that when you fix the other stuff, your voting will continue working. Because the thing is, people rely, people tend to rely on things. It's like thoughts and prayers, right? People tend to rely on things like, for like I did my due diligence. Now you have to listen to me. No, they don't. Like, you, you vote, and it's, and it's great, it, it, especially if it comes in numbers. Yes, it shows the impact of stuff. But look what happened with Trump. Like, people, the popular vote, he lost that shit by a, by a landslide, and is still a fucking president. Like, and I don't know what they the conversation is. Like, that's... Like, yeah, we, it, it, makes, it makes good on paper, definitely, but what really has to happen, the actual vote, the vote actually has to be for you. You have to vote for yourself and say enough is enough, and you have to do whatever the due diligence action is, whether it's, whether you feel like you need to run for office or local, community, state, whatever the case may be, whether it feels like that, whether it comes down to a point where vigilante justice may just happen. I said that the other day. Listen, like, listen because Africans. It come, it, because if we, if, if we can't find protection in those this overarching space that we're giving our money to, and they keep okudoking us and having us pay into our own demise, then we need to take matters into our own hands. Period. It's ridiculous. Whatever that gets to look like, but it's, it, it's we have to be responsible with ourselves first because no one is looking out for us. In black community specifically, no one is looking out for us like we have to. Nobody no one is, is looking, looking out for, out for us. Everybody Nobody. is getting their peace. Nobody. It makes no sense that we're still, we're, we're over, we're, this is the year of the return, the year of the return. We're over 400 years now of, of this, In this of, of, of this, this stagnant oppression. move, this pressure, oppression. Of, of people for, for our skin. That's it, for our skin and the possibility of what we can do. Because it's scientifically, the- <laughs> is there that we are like we <laughs> can shape this whole thing. Listen, but we're we're too busy in being a people of the people, trying to while others are in survival mode constantly. And this survival mode means the genocide of other cultures and, and reigning superiority, superiority, reconstructing and, and reconstructing minds and indoctrinating hearts and souls of people to, to make them subordinate and put them in a space where they don't understand that anything else of, of any other symbol represents them being a powerful person. That's why you have the, the, the you know, the, the white Jesuses and white superheroes and white everything um, up to now. We're realizing stuff now. We got black people in spaces that are building and like you know telling narratives, and 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 it is it's been up that to now, but there has to be so much more to be done. You know, there's still so many of us that are still heavily entrenched in our ignorance and indoctrinated by the supremacist system to the point where the, what the system intended they don't even have to do anymore. We've already we're doing it for them now. We're doing it for them. We're the anti-blackness, the self-hate, the the how we treat each, we we make businesses and treat each other like shit, and 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 vice versa. Hmm. We make businesses and treat each other like shit as um as sellers and as consumers. We when it comes to service, we don't we you can literally I'm, I'm experiencing myself like with having a white person in front of me and getting this nice yeah. treatment for the same service. I'm going for the same service and getting. This lackluster so energy is subpar how you doing? Yeah, for whatever. my young people. Because who's cultivating the young people? They have to learn from someplace. And it's constantly, they're being separated yep. from the conversation of historical narrative of epigenetic trauma. Yep. They're being like, no, I don't know what's wrong with these young people. You. They're all crazy. No, you. you something is family, wrong with you. If you're not setting a precedent for the young people to survive and to thrive and to and to make calculated moves for their their betterment, their edification, and and maneuvering through the society, then you're the problem. 
not them, because they live off your guidance. They had no no. Where are they gonna go up until them. 18? Who's gonna show them? And this is what we deal with, especially with, with our youth. And you end up quote unquote running amok or trying to figure their life out on their own and falling into constant missteps and mishaps because of the improper treatment that, you know, the, the parents the parents had made or they felt and then the grandparents that they felt. And it is, this is the trauma that we're dealing with that's being trickled down because it is genetic. Trauma is genetic. And it's a connective thread to it. It's encoded in our DNA. The slavery mentality, the Stockholm syndrome, the trauma, the anti-blackness, the the the, the um the buck dancing, the, oh, the, the hatred of the of you know the, this whole like dissection of family where like black men not valuing black women and vice versa and like all this and having these negative thoughts about each other Jesus and like breaking this this whole much ingrained lot. in our black experience that we do not acknowledge and every and time we address. do there's a new distraction in a way to get to keep us. Um, unfocused because we rather focus on something else than the pain that we're dealing with because we, it's too hard. We rather focus on something. This shit is too hard to try to fight through. So something else in a way will be much better to deal with, and that's where we're at. But we need to come back here because it will stay hard until we address the drama, the the, the trauma. We have to be courageous enough to step to step within ourselves, within the fear, within the fight, and. And make a difference. What we got? Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. This is Jay Stephanie. Blessings. Thank you, everybody, for sure. Yes, exactly. The buck breaking. Yeah, like it's it's too it's too much going on. Like yeah, we see Pharrell wearing the dress, man. I don't know what to say about that man. He's losing his mind. Um, But see, this is the thing. This is the thing. What happens with us? And you know, I, I try not to do symptom as much as possible. Try to stay in the macro. As much as possible because I need people to right. have actionable symptoms. steps. There's a lot of and symptoms. And I mean, going if I on. stick with the symptoms, first of all, symptoms is bad for me personally. Yeah. Um, I'm an empath, so I can't take too much of that, you know, symptomatic stuff because it happens in flip mode every day. They have a system on all of these networks, they keep you inundated. These networks are owned by about four or five different major conglomerates, and they all toting the same foolishness message from one end of the angle or another. The bottom line is that Africans. Neely Fuller said it best. If you do not understand white supremacy, everything you think you know, if you don't, excuse me, if you don't understand white supremacy, what it is mm. and how it works, mm. everything you think you understand will confuse you. You don't know why Pharrell is up here in this dress. Why would he even do that? Well, right? He dressed all like, Christmas you know, escargot. Street. What do you go? Um, <laughs> um, not escargot. 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 Snail food. Oh, um, uh, oh God. Avant-garde. Right, I think that's Right, is mean, his yeah. supposedly style of yeah. eccentric or whatever. But, you know, Dennis Rodman was doing that shit, too, when he was walking around yeah, here with blue and black and 13 different colors in his hair and a fucking wedding dress at whatever fucking... Um, playing basketball ex- What? Dennis Rodman showed up at some <laughs> awards he- ceremony about 20 years ago in a wedding dress. I don't know why I feel like I saw him playing basketball. You saw that. Yeah, no, I remember. He might even play basketball in like All Star game or some foolishness. It was just a madness. But I don't know why these brothers do this stuff. But I do know that they have. I worked in the inside of this entertainment industry. On on the flip side of that, so I know that they don't have control of their money. Mm. If they don't play ball, Mm. those people can cut them off for their own money because they don't actually have access to their own money. Mm. They have a credit card. I worked on an artist, and I'm not even gonna call his name out, but I worked on an artist and his divorce, okay? Now y'all can pick up whatever y'all picking up around here. But I worked on an artist and his divorce. He now remarried somebody else, 
and has two sons by this new wife. Now, he did not have access to his money. The man doesn't even receive his junk mail. Okay? He doesn't have cash. They don't want him to spend cash. He tried taking cash off his credit card one time, and they called him on the phone. Use the card. If they don't accept cash, if they don't accept card, call me, and I will um, support the transaction. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. They don't want them to use cash. So that's why a lot of these celebrities say, why the celebrities won't step up and do this and do that and do this and do that? Because those folks that have that stand for white supremacist system, have white-centered consciousness, who have access to white-centered, white-skin privilege, mm -hmm. are running their business. They are their, their managers, their business managers, their accountants. These people don't have access to their coin. They are literally being pimped. You see one side of it. All of that's... All of them, all of the red carpets and all that, all of that's yeah. smoking mirrors. Them people don't have a bank. They don't have a chest in their house full of cash. Ooh. They don't want them to use cash. They tell them to use the card because they front them a credit card, a black card, and it's just endless amounts of money. They can just spend whatever they want to spend. And the, the, the business manager and the accountants manage all of those things. So while they got checks coming in, money is going out, checks is coming in, money is going out, et cetera, et cetera, and balancing this lifestyle that they have. And they also have to maintain this lifestyle on their own coin mm. because it also supports the narrative of what their lifestyle looks like to you on the flip side. Well, that's economic slavery right there. So that's economic. So they have to maintain these things. So when they said, Pharrell, we got this gig for you, it's going to pay you X amount. Charles taking a stand. Then Dave Chappelle took a stand and he disappeared off the map. They cut his coin. When he came back, he hit, he dropped three specials back to back because he was in a hole. <laughs> Why do you think he did that? He was in a hole. He was on contract. You dropped off the show. This stuff, we see one side of it. I'm a, a master's in business. I'm on the flip side of that conversation. This is business. You got contracts involved. You breached your contract. You dipped. You didn't fulfill your contract. Now we can sue you for breach, and we're going to put interest on top of it. Now you gotta pay us back. That man is in the hole. So you control people's money. That's it. Like and you, you holding him like this. He might, he still won because he didn't have to wear the dress. That at the end of the day, he had to hold his integrity. I'm not wearing no freaking dress. I don't care. You got all these black men for the past 25 years running up and down here. In order for them to get their come up, they gotta put on a dress. I'm not doing it. I got sons. Somebody gotta stand up and say that. But guess what? They got him like this for a hot minute because he in a hole. Mm. So these specials, he done cranked out five special since he got back on the scene. And he going to have some more because he is in a hole. Contractual agreement. I don't need to be in his back room, in his back room when they have the meeting for me to know this. Because I understand contracts and legality. This is not street corner legal advice here. This is real time, real business, businessman stuff. Legality. Contractual agreements, they will take you and they will put you under the rug, under the carpet. So, yeah, you know, I don't know what, what the deal is with him. But anyway, I wouldn't say that Pharrell was a person of major integrity anyway. So I wouldn't expect nothing less than that from him in no way. I mean, I don't, he's not, I haven't seen him being a stand-up individual. He don't present that type of persona. He's one of them people that I probably would see him say, I don't see color. Or oh. I don't want to spend my life in a box of color for my whole life. Or why can't we all just get along and people every, as people as people? I'm not here for none of that conversation every time I at hear all. That, every time I hear that line, it makes me cringe because it's just how how dismissive it is of, of the things that we're still going through. You know what I mean? And we can't have it be, 
I feel like there's celebrities that want to have these conversations. It's really like kind of like backhanded conversation. Like they're probably having it in their green rooms or having it like with their boys over a drink, but they can never come to the front, set in front and center and talk about these things in, in a real way. <clears throat> and then you got now like you know this like this wedge of like not wedge like this inching up of like you know, Jay Z and Beyonce having these conversations or putting it out there in the forefront. But also it's like it's looking at these this, these dynamics of. It's also like the corporatocracy is profiting off of social justice. Jay says the folks won't even read the slave narratives. No, they're not going to read that. No. Um, and they're not, Carol, peace and blessings, Carol. Terrence peace and Howard. blessings, Donna, see you out there. Peace and blessings, Damaris, I see you out there. Blessings, blessings. Nah, them folks yeah. not going to read the slave narratives. Listen, when you have a, this Listen. is a spiritual thing. This is a, this is inside of the science. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut your No, no, but you might be segueing. This okay, is ahead. not, this is not inside of the spirituality of an African. You are reflecting the energy of white-centered consciousness. <clears throat> so white-centered consciousness does not want no parts of the slave narrative, so neither do you. Because guess what? Who is inhabiting you? We are we wrestle not against flesh and bone today, honey. We in a whole different consciousness. There are people, this, this is not magic, this is not hocus pocus. They literally use a straight up sociology and behavioral science, and they are programming you point blank, period. So and they have con- they have literally they have literally structured how you think. So while you're walking out here thinking that you you are sound mind and body and you making legal decisions on your own behalf, you are not. Your consciousness, I had to give birth to myself and it was a very violent experience when I woke up. And I know a lot of my sisters and brothers are walking through that space as of late, coming of, coming of, of age with themselves. It is a very violent experience coming out of that and ripping yourself out of that. I can only express it to you when, if, for those who've seen the Matrix movie, when Morpheus brought Neo out of the Matrix. And he said, oh my God, why do my eyes hurt? My body is hurt. Why do I hurt? Yeah, because you've never used your eyes. You've never seen with them before because you've been in the Matrix. You are locked in. Your consciousness, the way you think, which is why I can't always trust people. And that's nothing to do with paranoia. It has to do with the fact that I understand white supremacy. I know what it is. I know how it works. You are not aware of it. So therefore, I can't trust the way you make decisions when it comes to my life. Because I know you might be making decisions from a limited perspective inside this box right here. Let's talk about white people and what white (laughs) people believe about their white privilege. Let's talk about white people. Let's talk about white people. Um... Yeah, shout out... But just before we segue there, just shout out... um, Sister Brooke mentioned uh, Terrence Howard. Um, Shout out to Terrence Howard. He was like, I'm taking a stance, damn it, for my own spiritual wellness. Um... So real, real quick about that. Yeah, do it. Um, what she's talking about was, um, you know, Terrence Howard. Apparently, he recently said, "I'm done with acting. I want to bring truth to the world." Right? And he had this kind of oh, this, that's right. this. I'm not gonna say rant, um, but he 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 kind of went to this space with was it the Emmys or something like that. Mm. Where he spoke to the correspondent and basically shared in kind of like metaphysical terms, um, in in in, in a short speech around. You know how he's kind of found himself in, in this new light, in this new spiritual enlightenment. In, in short, um, and the journey he's gone on is this journey of spiritual self knowledge itself. That's allowed him to see that he has to, he doesn't have to pretend anymore. And mm. he's like leaving acting. He wants to be true to the world. We don't know what that may look like. God speak to you, brother, and what that may look like down the road. I'm, I'm highly interested in what that means because I enjoy like you know where where Jim Carrey's come from, where his his kind of his, his existential view he's had. Where it look, it's a freedom of being with yourself and every portion of yourself, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, um, 
kudos to Jim and kudos to Terrence if he's taking that route as well. Yeah, because well, you gotta break, you gotta work on breaking free somehow, whatever that gets to look like for you. Okay. Um. So I mean, what do you have to say about that? I mean, you know, I feel like this: as long as you got the breath in your body, there's an opportunity ahead for you. But be prepared for this conversation. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people are not prepared for this conversation. A lot I, of I've people. personally been going through this <laughs> since I was. 12 years old, mm-hmm. so I've become accustomed to what it looks like in my outside experience, right? right? You're not going to have a whole lot of people celebrating your awakening, nope. even joining you, coaching you. Most of them are going to oppress you, tell you that you're crazy, sit you out, blacklist you, and not want to play with you. This is what's going to happen. So when you're in that space that he's in, I don't know how authentic and how committed he will actually get to be as long we'll as see. he's still oh. in the matrix. Right. Simply because if you actually live with this experience to the fullest of integrity, it's going to be difficult to do that both sides because it's you be can't reconcile what happens in that environment to the truth of authentic awakening. You can't reconcile it. It will change your behavior if you choose for it to. Some people don't because it's hard because they don't want to sit on this side of the experience and be with this consciousness because the way, the way to unrighteousness broad and wide and the way to righteousness small and narrow, few there be that find it and few there be that stay on the path of righteousness because it's difficult in the in, inside of Caesar's palace. And I think... Hear this. Oh, so you got to finish? I know. Well, I'm saying, I think um, it's interesting, I think, also to go to, the, to that segue about the white privilege thing of looking at what I just mentioned Jim Carrey and Terrence Howard, like how oh, Jim Carrey's been in kind of like um, viewed within his space. They is like, okay, it's crazy, whatever, but how it's kind of viewed in his space versus what will be the landscape of viewpoint of, of a Terrence Howard, a black man who's having this kind of like this existential awakening um, in his language and in, in his being. We'll see. I would like to see that dynamic because people get treated a lot differently. You know, there's, it, 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 it gets treated a lot differently. We, what we look in that is white privilege, right? So um, the segue, which was kind of whatever segue, but we recently watched. Yeah. Um, it, was just, it was just a thought I had about it. But yeah, the Chelsea, so Chelsea Handler um, took it upon herself to do a documentary called Hello Privilege, It's Me, Chelsea. Um, it's on Netflix now if you want to take a look at it. Um, and that was her attempt um, to kind of, I guess, uh, get a better understanding of what white privilege means for her for white people, how it affects her experience, and how specifically it affects the experiences of black people that are dealing with white privilege. And all, and, and unpacking the conversation around what does the, who, who who is providing this teaching of white privilege to white people? Is it white people finding it on their own? Is it black people teaching it? Is it is it a black people's problem only? Is it white people's problem? And unpacking all these different things, which I think was the overall attempt that the documentary was trying to make. I mean, I, and I give a kudos for trying to make that that step, especially as a celebrity when you talk about that. But um, it, it, it does beg to look at even deeper, like someone in the special, um, but she visited, was it was it HBCU or was it like a... Um, she went to a couple it was of like, places. It was, like, it was like a little space. I think, I think yeah. it was HBCU because it was a teacher. I think it was, yeah. I think, it was like HBCU, yeah. HBCU comedy night, or like an no, open mic night. Um, but she expressed like she wanted to hear what the thoughts were. The, com- the conversation, for instance, was about white privilege, and they were doing pieces around it. The you know the, the black you know students there, um, and she came up and said her piece about what it was about, why she was doing this documentary, and one of the students um, expressed that in and of itself, her feeling the need to do this, um, it's 
exhibits white privilege in and of itself because then you're now because you're stepping into the space um, where it come becomes extractive and, and you're looking you're coming to space to take essentially and that, and that's the viewpoint we've come to up to now so then now it's like okay white person now you have to unpack what does it look like to really examine your white privilege mm-hmm. how it affects other people especially black people and brown people um, that that are affected by it. and and what was unsettling but not surprising um was when she visited other white people, affluent white people, and had a conversation around them recognizing their white privilege, privilege, and them saying, "Oh, really? I don't see. I don't even know what it is. I think we just need to get over it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't see it. I don't, no, it was white women. White women. It was it was a group of white women. She white was women. With, the having, same fifty three percent of white women who voted Trump into office. More than likely. There was one woman who said, "Uh, yeah, it's been forever. Like, get over it." Essentially. Like, and, and um, Chelsea even talked about like, what about with the amount of police well where, where's this happening is what he was asking and Chelsea mentioned the the police brutality and the police killings of black black men and, and young black women and the woman was like well I don't I don't, I don't see it so there's yeah. literally if you want to right. look at the, the idea of white privilege in and of itself is not even seeing the pain of other people because right. of where where white privilege up to now has placed you in the space of economics and the social and, and the social class and things of that nature, to where you can't even see the plight of other people living within co- within your social within your landscape. Because you're walking by them, right? You're relating them in that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. You're you're in the space. They're probably the security guard. They're probably a doorman. Right. They're probably the person sweeping the ground. Right. They're probably your gardeners, your concierges. They're probably your servers at the restaurant. So who are these people? More than because when you look at work, yeah. like when you look at twelve years of twelve years of slave, you see that when the slaves did the serving, the goal of being a good servant. And I was actually taught this about twenty two years ago when I used to do um, part time doing some fine dining. Um, you're supposed to be in the space, but not in the space. Right, like a ninja. Like, you're supposed to be so stealth with your movement that you're there but not there. And, also, and also black people embody this behavior to this very day. When they work with white people, I've asked white people, how many black people do you know? Oh, I know. Uh, really? Do you? Are they brown or are they black? Because brown is not the same thing as being black or African. It's not the same. I know a lot of black people, a lot of brown-skinned people who have white-centered consciousness. Mm, and uphold white They don't want to hear nothing about blackness, period. They exercise the highest degree of anti-blackness because it's so in, it's so stealth and sub- subtle that they don't even see the fact that they themselves are the uh, purveyors of anti-blackness. And perpetuating it daily. And every day they are out there in the space Creating that for others. Are you writing a review about it? Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. She's writing a review about the documentaries. I do that. I write reviews oh, okay. about she stuff. Okay, she writes reviews about stuff. But right, so it, that's <laughs> that's on piece of the puzzle of, of white privilege. White privilege is like when when if you can, like you said, for instance, security guard or whatever, if they're happy or per- perceiving to be happy in the space when they're in a space of serving and because they just got a job. And also keeping in mind the psychology of, oh, the, I'm working for the white folk, then I must be doing something right, or they keep me in this space, this is good money, I'll retire in 20 years, and whatever the, the conversation is that has us stagnant in these spaces and wanting you to be quiet because you don't want to mess up the coin and the reward that the, that the white folk have given you. That's 
that in and of itself is white privilege at play because now you have these indoctrinated people that don't want the rest of their people to see the equity that can take place if we actually had a real conversation around um, human rights, race, um, discrimination, and things, mm-hmm. of that, things of that nature. We're not having those conversations because, by example, well, even that little short clip in, in the documentary is that there's people in 2019 that still don't see the plight of the black person in America, the American black. That's crazy. There's people being killed out the wazoo, and she's like, I don't see it. What? You don't like not one person? Like this is this is really where we're at. And if, and because there's more than likely more of her. Not more than likely, absolutely more of her in those thought processes. In the, in a group of aside from Chelsea, four white women, one of them who was like, what, she looked like she might have been Greek or she probably something like that. She's the only one who said she acknowledged that white privilege exists. That well, was because it. The rest of them that had the, the um, demeanor of like you know standard American white they women, they were very much, you, very much so affluent white women. Like they didn't know. They was like, oh, I don't think. I, I mean, it may kind of. I don't know. The, the younger white, women, I don't know. Maybe sort of. The older ones was like, nah. What, I don't even know what that is. I have to think you're making. It sounds made up. It's like dude, people just need to stop it with this this race stuff and blah 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 blah. And the moment you erase the race conversation. You continue the trauma of people that are affected by it, because as long as there's people that are continually being tortured by it and tormented by it, um, psychologically and physically um, killed, nothing is going to change. If you're not going to acknowledge that, that if you if you don't even have to acknowledge, you don't even have to think about the fact that this is a privilege for you to not even be need to acknowledge this stuff. That's white privilege. It's plain and simple. And, and, and a black person or brown person that may experience any modicum of that type of energy in this space, trust and believe is because you're doing that shuffle that's made it work for it, made them comfortable. The moment you make them uncomfortable, you're, sh- you're, you're falling back down the ladder and you become the rest of them. You know, is and this is, where, what is what white privilege has created. This is what white supremacy has created. And there's a lot of people not having the conversation. And because of that, there's a lot of people that are that are dying as a result. And within that, those people, within those communities, are people that uphold white privilege, white supremacy, oppressive systems, anti-blackness as black people. Because now they're 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 feeling pain by what their their parents beating them, which was the slave mentality passed down of. Beating the beating the smart child and calling him a knucklehead because if they did show how proud the child they were of the child, then this, they would get bought out and they would lose their child because the child would be bought into another part of slavery and taken somewhere else. So they had to beat the kids even though they were smart, make them think they were dumb, make master think they were dumb, and now it's been passed down as a traumatic thing to where you don't really know why calling them knuckleheads even when they when they could be A plus students. And that's why you have gangsters that are probably are master pianists or painters. But they can't acknowledge that because they've been told that's too soft, and and and, and, and whatever the case may be, they can't be a man by doing that type of stuff. So the only way to survive that's been placed for them is to go hustle for those that see that. Because there's a lot of people that don't see beyond that that window. A lot of people don't even see the window. All they see is the wall. And these are the people that have been in, in, entrenched in the the low income, the, the the ghettos that we that we that we claim black on black crime exists all these pieces are perpetuating pieces of the oppression that leads not only it, it lets op- oppressive states 
perpetuate itself within the people that it's oppressing. So now they don't have to do any work. We're oppressing ourselves now and having these mixed conversations that don't serve us at all. I'm going to read you my um, my, re my review. I'm going to see what's going on with the people. Shout out to everybody that's in the comments. Thank you. Yeah, I don't want um, you to read because we're going to go into a conversation about some of that stuff. This is true. Okay, well, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to read your um, comments in a second. appreciate y'all coming said, through. Yeah, please. Give me one second. So I read, I wrote a post onto the Hello Privilege. <laughs> it's me, Chelsea, the Netflix special. So if you go and watch it, please go online and leave your comments because this is why the information does our voices aren't heard because we're not in the spaces where the platforms are. So I wrote that this experience of watching this was entertaining. It is the quintessential, it is quintessentially the limiting perspective of white people, those with white-centered consciousness, those with access to white skin privilege as the varying degrees of whiteness. It is strange for me to see many humans that totally bar their consciousness to the attacks happening to Americans on American soil. This is, what entertainment is. It is not academic, nor is it research. I don't want people to approach this as a reference for their what's next on our collective social landscape. Mm. White people created this madness. They get to <laughs> fix themselves. Don't try to fix black people. Get out of black people's way. Stop killing their leaders, and they will Stop. fix themselves as they did straight out of slavery. White people get to fix their venom towards African people and their natural expression of power. Right. Yes, white people in capital letters. Okay. When left unabridged, black people express power without drugs, disease, and guns thrown into the game. So stop putting them in our pockets, Good putting them on our yours. persons, and putting them in our, our, our cars because we don't need it. But the thing is, is like you don't want healing to happen in this space because of this fear of being overtaken when that's not even an MO. We just want to live. Well, You're African chilling. people, you know, they know the science. Remember, we said this is science. The proper response to a hostile environment is fight or flight. Right. The proper psychological response to danger is fight or flight. So they feel like if we have access to our faculties unabridged, we are going to awaken to our natural responses to danger mm. and white people have presented themselves over the course of history to be dangerous to every living creature on the planet Correct. not all white people but i don't have time to try to pick out the thousand right. versus the it's, million it's that, that actually out here fucking up shit if you know you know the and thousand ones to get away from your know. people <laughs> and have them work on their circumstances it's right. not for black people to fix white people it's not for black people to fix white people. It is for black people to understand that white people cannot fix you. Mm. White people do not have access to a consciousness that could fix black people. Right. When they try to fix you, look at the mess you got. Every time white people put their hands in your space, look at the mess what happens next. Because they cannot fix you. And right. black people, stop giving your people a fork. We trying to hang a painting. White people gave you a fork. You came back to your people with a fork. Your people are trying to hang paintings. And you keep wondering why you can't hang this painting. Yeah. You got a fork. Give it back to white folks. Let them have their forks and let them fix themselves. Listen, I don't know. Tell them to fix themselves. Stop using their forks to fix your people. Now you have work to do. Now you got to fix yourself 
so you can actually fix your people with something that actually works. Right. Because you keep trying to use the master's tools to fix your people when they're not meant to fix your people. They are meant to furtherly confuse your people, further hurt your people, further diminish their humanity, further cause them to have a subordinate posture to the white supremacist system. So those tools will not fix your people. Stop trying to fix your people with the master's tool. Don't work. We're going to get into the comments. Get um, to the comments, family. Because it, it addresses it's all, so, yeah. so good. Cause we're getting up. Okay, so we're going down the line. This is back in 1986. So. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Sister Brooks said, the level of assimilation is sickening. They're killing themselves while trying to live like others. Yup. Um, Victoria says, Sister Victoria, they see it, but it doesn't serve them. Right. Talking about the white, you know, it's a white privilege, white supremacy, what have you, and all that, in, in the conversation to be having. Um, Brooks says, I stand firmly and daily, firm daily in acknowledging my blackness and the attack on it. I meet many white people who apologize directly, directly to me, which is wild. Victoria says, they created a race as a social construct. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Carla. No, you fucking, anyway. Um, <laughs> tell us, you, tell us we mentioned it too much and we need to forget it. White people are wild. Yeah. Stop it. Why, why are you talking about race? Because uh, you made us talk about it, and it applies. Shut up. Um, Brooke says it's super wild. Yup, it is. Um, clap it up for the people. Brooke, <laughs> tactical, it's it's a science to keep us oppressed. Exactly. It's scientific. It's all scientific. It's clinically looking at our, our existence and seeing how to get the next step ahead. It's chess, not checkers. We need to be brave enough to counter this demonic tactical behavior. Absolutely. I say. Um... Victoria says, this girl I know says she hates when her friend talks bad about white people. I explained it to her, and she got upset. Oh, you, wait, did she, she got upset, or you got upset? Um, but somebody got upset, for sure. Um, yeah. Appreciate the people talking, but this is, this is what it is. We're, this is what people are dealing with on a regular basis, and we appreciate, thank you for, for y'all sharing your accounts, because um, it's imperative that we understand from a landscape of our daily people what we're dealing with. Right, it's not just some some magical thing we pull out of our ass and just talk about for an hour and a half <laughs> every week. This is a, an everyday experience for people of color, for black people, for people Africans of the diaspora within a land, um, a, a, a stolen land that they were left to be strangers of, and even though they built it, this is what we're dealing with, having to figure out to this day where we come from. You know what I mean? And right. that was an interesting thing too. And so um, when Chelsea was talking to um, was Her it Kev, boyfriend? Kev, that too. Back, that that was, that's what I was talking about. But like Kevin, I'm talking about Kevin Hart and um and Tiffany Haddish about what do white people need to do mm-hmm. or what is it? How hard is it for you as a black person in entertainment or whatever? And Kevin Hart's talking about the vouch and having like you like the work vouch. him having uh. to be vouched by like eight white folk that are already celebrities or maybe exactly to get through just to have to a get conversation. Through. By embossed by other comedians that are white and things like that, just to be able to break through and the years and years that took, you know. And Tiffany Haddish talking about being in the game for so long and how many ten bar years, mis- ten years, and having how many bar mitzvahs she had to do and all that type of stuff because she does have a Jewish background. We just recently learned. Um, and then looking at, well, she was entertainment. She was right. entertaining. Right. And you know, she was out here trying to get her name in the game and trying to you know work her work her hand. Right. You know, and this is what happens to black people. This is what's material right. when it comes to white people taking up white space and pretending that black people are not having circumstances. So they get to yeah. say that you just got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get right. out there and work hard. Exactly. Let me tell you what. I don't know nobody that work harder than me. Right. We'll work you, be up, 
days and days and days in the grind. I can use myself as an example because I have had a lot of experience walking through all of these doors and being in these spaces with these mm -hmm. folks. Okay? And they love to take, right? And they get very intimidated by, and they're not accustomed to seeing a black person that walk in their true power, that walk in the power of I am. Right. They're not used to that. Black people not used to that. I got folks all out of their skin getting all, all kinds of uncomfortable up around me, much less white folks. Mm -hmm. But I don't generally have that problem with like surface white people. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm, I'm, I can be personally myself around people because white folks, certain types of white folks, mm -hmm. right? Because they get it, right? right. I, don't, I shouldn't have to be nobody different because I'm black. Who else should I be? You should have a problem looking at black people who run around here caricatures of white people. Every day. Yeah. Something should be psychologically wrong with them for being around here contortioning themselves to be white people, brown white people. Brown white people. Oreos. The, like, you have no sense of self-identity, and that will be a hollow all the time. You'll be hollow from that. And um, so yeah, so we got bless the sister. Nally. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. No um, okay, no, yeah, I see that dismantle. Yeah. Sister Nally says dismantle the system or shut the fuck up. The performative tokenist displays of addressing racism is whack, absolutely, because it's not a top service issue. It's right. very deep seated and needs to be addressed. And Natalie says, ain't no bootstraps to begin with. Ain't no damn boots. Of this piece. We out here walking in socks. If we have socks, we in socks, man. We in socks, Black man. Feet. On these roads. We struggling out here on these mean streets. Oh, yeah. Trying to get our point. Some damn bootstraps. I got man, a girl, man, listen. Face. I got a girlfriend out here talking about she had her little cushy little seat up in the nice office in the sky over there, the deluxe office mm -hmm. in the sky over there. Don't, you know, Jefferson's and they just popping. gave her so much crap around her being like, you know, and she wasn't even making the real big bucks. But guess what? When they laid off for 2009 with the foolishness that white people caused, White men, and by and large, okay, caused a whole lot of black folks hit the bottom of the hit the bottom of the rung behind that, and none of them folks went to jail. Mm. None of them folks got hung up about their foolishness, but let you be on the side of the road with a broken taillight. They about ready to shove guns in your mouth and face all up your ass and everything else. Family but these broken. folks was able to disable, damn near disable the financial structure of the government. And I don't see how that happened, but Obama thought he should give them, saw him, $750 million or something like this here to bail the banks out because, mm -hmm. of quote, unquote, the banks fall, the country falls. How is this possible? How is it possible that this circumstance is, our government is hinged on the banks? Mm -hmm. That's supposed to be private business. That's supposed to be no different than any other entrepreneur out here. It's no way that private business because banking is a business. The government should still be able to run even without the banks. That's a problem, folks. Y'all wasn't listening. Y'all wasn't listening to that. But aside from that, Obama bails the, the banks out. All of these black folks that got laid off these government jobs, all of these states that had to give money to the federal government to support bailing out the banks, all of those layoffs happened to black people. Mm. Black people was hit with that hard. Black folks lost their house all over this country. Where's the recovery? Mm. And yet we've been hitting it back, back to back to please kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. They're keeping you in a pressure cooker. Eventually, you are going to pop. You have better get a hold to this and then navigate yourself and actually be able to release some of that pressure mm. because it's not cool. And eventually, pressure busts pipes, and that's all psychology. There's no magic. 
There's no hocus pocus in the conversation. It's strictly based on the science. We just need to be able to do the science mm. and understand that, listen, there's a 14-year-old in Africa that used junk and created a wind turbine that powers his whole nation, his whole community. I'm here to tell you, if they leave Africans the fuck alone, we'll be fine. Right. You don't have to be up in these folk house. Dr. Umar said, listen, as long as you're working for these folks, as long as you're up under these folks, you're going to have to keep your mouth closed because you're going to be limited as to what you can say because you're at the master's house. And listen, you can't bite the master's hand because you can't bite the hand that feeds you. Right. So that maintains your loyalty to the system. That maintains your loyalty to the system. And we got to do better in business. We in business out here, family. We in business. Let me tell you, it's nothing, to, it's nothing that the referral can't do to help somebody. That's how we grow. Stop being afraid of giving a reference. Her, uh, uh, good thing that Kevin Hart wasn't waiting on black folks to give him a reference. Because he'd, be he'd, he'd be still on the fucking corner right now telling jokes with a little freaking microphone. So I'm like, y'all want to hear some jokes? Out here working his head. Y'all ready to smash some fruit? <laughs> that man would be out here still getting his grind on. <laughs> Unfortunately, we, he goes to the white folks yeah. and they give him vouchers and that moves his career along. It's crazy. What's wrong with black folks? You know, that was such a beautiful... So we was watching Raising Neon. This, it was such a beautiful thing. To, I mean, you haven't seen it. This isn't like a... like. Spoiler anything. Who cares about this part? Whatever. But like, you know, the mother was like struggling to get a job and things like that. And just like, I was like, yo, her friend's like, yo, I got you. I got you. I got your interview this, this afternoon. You're going to be in there. Just show up. Like, I was like, yo, does this happen in real life? Because it needs to. I don't see Word it happening often. I'm like, where the referral? What the referrals do? Says. You know what I mean? That's why I was like, you, that's how you know it was a movie. That's how you know it was a TV show. That was a black sister out here saying, I'm helping you out. Girl, I'm getting you referrals. Her homegirl that she danced with was like, look, don't worry about it. We got you. We know you was going through something. You know, girlfriend obviously had some mental health issues. It was was looming in the conversation. (coughs) Excuse me. You could see that it was in there somewhere that the sister had had at one point some mental health issues because her sister wanted to commit her to the hospital for 72-hour observation. So mm-hmm. clearly she has had episodes in the past back when and she has a reputation maybe of this. So they really oh, wasn't Jesus. sure. But they were definitely oh, supporting her. Jerk. Yeah. They, they were def- supporting they were supporting her. her figuring her stuff out. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. Know, getting the promotion, all that stuff. It was like a magical thing to watch. Even though some people were just acting like weirdly jerky black folk. Yeah, you know, we just be doing, we be clowning We just be doing. The, the, doing the, the most of each other. When but she got her job, yeah. They was uplifting people. If you ain't watch it, go watch it, whatever. This watch, it's cute. It's only a couple but episodes. What is it, nine episodes? It's nine, nine hour long episodes. Go watch, watch it. Watch it, it's Basically cute. On. Shout out to, to black superheroes. Shout out to the black youth. Now they Shout got out to that little boy. He's so cute. He's a really good actor. He's um, really good. Mr. Mr. Dion. And his little friend, Esmeralda. She's Esperanza. adorable. Esperanza. She was cute. She was cute. Esperanza. Doing big things for the... Um, ADA community. She was in a wheelchair. You know she what I was mean? amazing. Um, she was a really good actress. But yeah, um, like I thought yeah, that was just a great thing. We were talking about referring and, and lifting up our people, always having our people's back. Look, they won't got you, I got you. Don't talking worry about, about it. You know, if like like you said, if Kevin Hart had to wait around for his people in real life, man, please, no, please, no. And that's sad, and that's why a lot of our people won't step out there and be black as fuck on purpose. That's yeah. why, because we know we, we we know we have built in a conversation within our community that we know that we can't depend on each other. We know that we're not gonna step up for each other. 
Yeah. And, you know, we see each other. We're going to have little funny energies going on, like, you know, all kind of weirdness. That's not cool. Yeah. It's not cool. And those are the social conditions that keep us from unifying. Because it looks like everybody is out for what they can get. Mm-hmm. And they're not here for that unity conversation. That doesn't really work. Get that so emoji popping. We, we got to get that emoji popping. We need to come out of this self-hatred conversation and this competition conversation. Because guess what? Who got the best seat in the master's house? Who won? The master. I'm just saying. You closer to the front. I'm talking about I'm showing nearer up. to the back. You still in the master's house. Who won? You ain't win. I ain't win. You know who won? The master won. Still. Knock it off. Cut it out. <laughs> Knock oh. it off. Mally <laughs> said, Queen is on the road tonight. Yes, beloved. Rolling. Uh, We're yeah. doing this thing. Because you know what? If we don't speak about it, who's going to speak about it? Cause ain't nobody out here trying to have that conversation for real. You got it. And if they talking about it, they ain't living it. Guess what? We talk about it and we live it too. Get them references for your people, man. You got it. Flaunt it. You know what I mean? It's our time because we and get we the only to... ones who can look out for each other. At the end and of the day, we need to understand that like a real deal. Like it's no joke. Like we have to look out for each other in any instance that we can. I'm very much a space for looking out for my people. I'm an abundant person. Always, I'm always. I'm an abundant spirit. Look, I'm not I'm not in this thing of like, well, I don't know if I do this, then they might take my stuff. No, they ain't. No, I can do what I do can do. Do you, boo-boo. I do what I do best by the way I do it. You do what you do. But when we come together, I we do what we do in this space. Make it happen. Power of I am, exactly. How do you place yourself? Whatever I you got place the power after, of I am, I love it. What, the, what you place after I am is what comes to, to, to fruition in the universe. Period. We need to let go of that stuff, black, black people. Um, we It's not a space of competition. If we we're going to leave over someone, leave over with that. It's not a space of competition. Like I said, I'm an abundant person. If I can get into a space and support my people, I will do it. Trust me, and I'm we've doing done it. it right. I'm and doing it right done now. It. Everything that, and here's, and here's my thing. This is my, just an honest, transparent moment of like authentic. Like everything I do in support of other people is straight invitation. Because I know what I can do as a person. I know what God has blessed me with that I can support the world with. And I want to see other people with me that I know can do it. I've always been like that. And I went and, and the, the the by God's grace I would love to see just more like more of that in the space. But I can I can I can give them a piece of giving and know that it's all it's all good, regardless. Everybody's not like that. But we and have we, we get to be in that space where very much a competitive space. We mm-hmm. compete with each other for what? I had an old lady compete with me to go up the escalator this morning at New, in New York Penn. Why lady? We ain't going to the same place. We all getting out. What you what you trying to beat me for? Go ahead. Cause like, like we're said, so competitive for no reason. For no Get reason. over yourself. Cut Brooke it out. Said, no lie. I just got the best second job on a reference from a sister who simply wants to staffers. Staff sisters. Staff sisters. Okay. She's apologetically, unapologetically about it. Mindset of scarcity will have you feeding into the notion that you are constantly in Ex- competition with others, crabs in a barrel. Exactly, Sis, period. It's That's all to it. the gravy, but this is what happens with us. I'm a space for it, but I know why other people don't do it, because when you bring people on your set, they come in here and they rearrange your stuff, or they jump over you, and that's disrespectful. And you know what? People don't want to trust other people. See, I'm not a space for that, because guess what I do know? What God has for you, can nobody take from you. And I'm a firm oh, yeah. believer in that. So I'm going to be like, you know what? So and so, so and so, so and so. This circumstance may not have worked for me, but sis, you step up to the plate, it might work for you. How about that? Because mm-hmm. I don't have no reason to believe that you somehow, if you eat 
I'm gonna starve. I don't think that. If you, if you got a sexy black Rolodex, use that shit and get your people on. Get Period. it popping. Get it popping. We got it. We got it. We the thing is we're so we're so um, debilitated by this by this, this this existential doom that's been placed on us. By like Sister Natalie said, this this scarcity minded mentality that's been. Um, just embedded in our human condition, period. Mm-hmm. That's for all people. We're just in a scarcity minded mentality across the globe. That's why we have this 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 fake idea that there's no food, there's no money. Man, there it is. Bullshit. That all is there. It's it, there's a there's a system that's in place that makes you think it's not there and you have to depend on it. Otherwise you won't get any. That's bullshit. Game. It's a lie, it's a game, don't fall for it. There is so much available in this world. There's so much available in you. There's so much available in our talents that we can share and share and share. You just got it's a space of like being with that that lets you know like, look, I got this. I'm good. And I'm gonna always have more. You know why? It's I not. Say. It doesn't run on the battery. It's me. It's what it is. All that love. All that. All that abundance. All that like, abundance. Like, like I'm cultivating skills I can do in like you know, like that. Because it took years and it's cultivating his mind. Cultivating. You know what I mean? And ten thousand no hours take of that mastery. Away. Mastery. I went to went to the Weed Nation. And Dr. Stacey got on stage and said that. I said, whoop, she talking my talk right there. Because that's one of my mantras, honey. 10,000 hours to mastery. What can you master? Okay. Just like you master in scarcity, you can master abundance. Yes. But you know what? You need to start mastering abundance. Okay. You need to start mastering abundance. Stop. And stop mastering scarcity. Mastering negativity. Mastering stop hate. It. Mastering petty. Mastering competition. And stop saluting Cut that foolishness. It's not just like you can master hate, you can master love. Master love. Period. I'm going to tell you who actually is scarce, why they got it flipped on you. They got it flipped on you because Europe doesn't produce nothing. America barely produces anything. America got a little something, something. But Africa has everything and most of all the things. Listen, and South America has a great deal of things and, and stuff. But the most majority of the universe of our space here, the nation... The majority of the resources are coming out of North Africa, Northeast Africa, and Africa. They're calling it Saudi Arabia, the East. I'm here to tell you, Europe is like this big, a little bit right here, a little bit, a little something up here, a little, you know, a little bit of something right here, a little little boot right here, right? A little bit of something right here. And they over here Debo in America, a little America right here, and the rest of this here around here, and all of this down here in South America. You need to understand where the resources is at. Mm-hmm. America and in Europe is this little big right here, and they are throwing up this like a blowfish, giving the impression that they are bigger than they actually are. Mm-hmm. So all of this scarcity mindset and us fighting within our, ourselves, all of these black African people and brown people across the diaspora, we got issues with ourselves that's caused, that's giving leverage to the persons and circumstances that are oppressing our consciousness. We're giving power to them by fighting mm-hmm. within ourselves. The moment we stop doing that, they got big issues. And this is why they insistently keep it coming. They keep it gunning. And they keep throwing more foolishness into the space that sound like a good idea. This might be okay. This might be cool. It sounds like it might be all right. Yeah, it might be all right. So we rock on with that. And our need to be a part of a group, the group dynamics, instead of being African, we are more, we, we want to be something, we want to be so much more than just being African. That's not good enough. Just being beautiful, black, African, Al Kebalon, we don't want to do none of that. Nubian, we don't want to do none of that. We want to be 
whatever suits white consciousness. Because somebody said ain't no fruit in it. But it's no fruit in it because enough of us haven't bought into it. Mm-hmm. Enough of us haven't bought into it. And too many of us continue to have long eyes and the covetous eyes coveting our neighbors, coveting what white people have. White people got blood money. They stole everything they got. Everything about the circumstance that white people are living, white privilege is blood money. It's genocide money. It's killing nations. It's killing off people that are no longer on this planet because of white thieving, stealing. So while you coveting what they got, you want the destiny that come in with what they got? Because they got their hands full of blood right now. And if you want a piece of that action, jump on in there with them. I don't have to tell you nothing. This is history. If you did some reading on your own, you wouldn't have to hear me say it. You wouldn't have to hear me come out of my bag and put myself out there on Front Street, which I'm cool with anyway, because it's my life. Okay, right. okay, I'm all right with that. But I wouldn't have to come out my bag if you did your own research. And you educated yourself <laughs> on this. The greatest indicator of the future is the past. Yeah. And white people, white-centered consciousness, white supremacy, people who have access to white skin privilege have been doing this stuff for centuries. Not 20 years, not two, three decades, for centuries. They've been convoluting the, ref- the, the reference material, the whitewashing of history, stealing, covering up, Legislating, legislating and burying the truth. They got whole departments to bury the truth away from you. Mm. Whole entire departments all over the country to keep truth from empowering you. But guess what? It's enough out there. You know how much shade I get for being black as fuck? Unapologetically African? I get a lot of shade all day, every day okay, from mostly black people. So you're disrupting the rewards. I just shared Man, go one ahead. of my favorite memes up in the chat group. And we about to get out of here in a little bit. Y'all went up. We just turn up, turned up in here. Trying to be here all night. But um, yeah, check that meme out, y'all. Because like it's 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 so quintessential like where we're just at as people, particularly particularly black people, when we look at this whole dynamic of how we treat white supremacy, not recognizing our true power. Um, because we have it. We we rely so much on on this on this one structure, one figure, what have you. To be the savior or to tell us what to do. Nah. Get into yourself. Get into your God mind. Get into your power. Get into who you are as a black person, powerful, African of the diaspora. Make your shit happen, son. You know what I mean? Because you the bomb. You the bomb. I saw that 14-year-old made that wind turbine from okay. recyclable bottles and everything and create electricity that powered his village. 14 years old. He was making shit from pee. You gotta be serious right now? 14? You know what happened to us if we didn't have all of these all of these mis- mixed up narratives in our social landscape? If we didn't have all of the drugs and all of the disease yeah, all and the all of the immorality and all of the foolishness, if we didn't have any of these things in our space, and they would stop killing our leaders because somebody is doing that. Mm-hmm. There are people who don't want you, who don't want people on your team to empower you. People who really don't even have power other than their voice. Malcolm X didn't have no money. All he had was a mic and a love in his heart and passion for the people. Mm-hmm. That's all he had. And, and they strong, still killed that and man. a strong position. And you know what they, how they killed him? They put one of us in place to do so. They always do, do that. the dirty deed. Same they, thing they, Same thing with that. By indoctrination of this, of this worry, this fear of that, which is what we're dealing with today, that 
And the same thing with Harriet. Betrayal of our own people because of this doctrinated worry of, of, of disrupting what the masses put in place already for them. They weren't ready for revolution. They weren't ready for the, this thing of idea of liberation and fear, what if, and freedom. What, if, what happens when, when, we're not, when we're not governed by some other body? What are we going to do? You figure it you out. take care of yourself like you've you been doing. take it out, trial and error. Life didn't start for the African with slavery. Black folks, Africans were running, was, was, was the leaders of the known world for eras long before Listen, white folks ever showed up. Long before white people ever showed up to case our set and see what they could take and play their hand and finagle with their missionaries and finagle with their people. Before they did all of that slaughter hand three card Monty when they played us. Before they did all of that. Before they came in with their armies, they came in with their armies and fought Africans who were home. Mm. Doing their thing already all over the continent. Egypt was not the only space in Africa. Africa had 54 countries, and I can't even begin to tell you how many tribes and cultures within those countries. The Roman Empire, all over the country. And all that Africa, type of stuff. Europeans came to various spaces in Africa and fought with their people while they were already home to take what they had. Portuguese, Germans, French, Spanish, uh, uh, United, uh, UK, uh, England, all, that. all of them. Belgium, who else? France. The Is Dutch. France? I said the French. Oh, okay. The Dutch, they all came, Germany, they all came to Africa to steal. They were home in their country, and they came to Africa, where people were there at home running government, keeping family, keeping centuries of development going on, building up, building up, long before you ever had contact with white people. And even before that, even before they had the audacity to have an army, Africans were in Africa building up the Africa and the world abroad. They were doing that. So you don't actually need, all you need to do is believe in yourself and what you have and what's within you, the power of I am. I am. The I am that I am have sent me. How about that? Yeah, people, it's 11. We're going we gonna to wrap gonna up. We're getting riled up with y'all. Appreciate everybody <laughs> in, in, coming through in the chat. All the energy is live. It's live. Yes, but they sure did stole uh, doctrines and, and scriptures before slavery began. Jerks. Damn sure, jerks. Let's put it the Natalie said there's three to 400 tribes in Nigeria alone. Listen. In Nigeria alone. Just Nigeria. Remember, because Africa... Is made up of countries. Countries. Contrary the to United how States is a country. The image of Africa is shaped. It's not a country. It's not a country. It is a continent. It's not full one of country. Fifty-four countries, meaning fifty-four United States. So, fifty-four United opinion. United States. Fifty-four people. I don't even know how to even put it to let right. you know how big Africa actually is, guys. Is and it dwarfed it on every map. There and they dwarf Africa. Very, it doesn't even show up in actually, actual. The way yeah. it actually, it, 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 it's Look, comparison. Man, come on, little, essentially all the all the lands can fit into Africa in one state if you actually all the land masses the scale can fit into African or into Cut the it. African land mass as puzzle pieces if you take them off and actually do it to scale. They what they do is they show you a map, a world globe, and it's not to scale at all. How's Africa the same size as Australia? Cut it out. How is Africa the same size as South America? Cut it out. They messing with you. They mind fucking you. They don't want you to see yourself as powerful. Because then when you see Africa as big as it is, you then got to see Europe as tiny as it is. It is tiny. Right there like that. 
little, 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 this little, little bit. Little asshole. This little bit. Right? That's what you gotta see. That's <laughs> what it is. It's an asshole. Um, it's peace and blessings, people. <laughs> On that note, peace and blessings. We let um, it do what it do, family. So, yeah, so. Thank y'all for, again for joining us. We're going to rock out um, something. We're going to rock out. Put the power of I am again. We're going to do it again. Do right, it we're going to get some I am again going. Um, join us next week where we'll be talking about the culinary exploits of... No. Um, join us next week. We're going to be talking about something. Um, you know how we do We're going to get it in, family. I'm sure the news will not disappoint us in giving us topics to talk about. So, But regardless, on, you know we're here for the conversation. Stay black. Stay up and stay black. May the ancestors bless you, keep you, and guide you, and continue to inspire you. Salbona and namaste the divine in me, honors and respect the divine in you. Go love an African. Go love an African. Peace. That, Go means, out here love that an means yourself. Go out here and love first. yourself and love an African. Seth. Go love All right, yourself. so we're going to get in. Once again, we're going to close gonna out with the power of I am, people. Rock out to this. Operate in your And the, 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 the song is in the link. Listen, you need a morning pick-me-up? Rock out to this in your early Listen, a.m. Listen, energy is live. Scroll you back need up. this when you go out YouTube here to Babylon, family. Again, shout out to the brother uh, Naeem Bricks, the real Bricks. Boom, boom, Culture boom. Culture is available now. His new album is available now on all streaming platforms. The link, the YouTube link to this is in it's the top in of the, the post. It's in the post, please. Um, we're going to get into this I Am feature myself and the brother AJ Throwback. Pass, pass, One love. AJ Throwback. Sound Bites International. You can stay and rock with us. Stay we and rock with you. us and get turned to get this in the AM. All right. One Before love. Before you go out there and step into the space. Let's hit this. I walk the face of the earth with a boldness which makes people ask who sent you. I tell them I am. They tell me that's a cute affirmation, but it's not an answer. I reply, listen again. My affirmation is your answer. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of some chocolate mofo, yeah. Anytime I'm on GoPro, never go high home growth. Let the spots with a coke so low. Cause this is what foul morale so flow. So I pissed it fast, pitch it slow. To the cows call home, bro. It didn't make sense. I was told as a child I wouldn't be shit. Revenge on my mind, start flipping the script. They fed me lies, started puking that shit. They treated me different, I embraced that shit. You know the ones that be closest to you to be the family ties. Sacred bonds, seeing plenty murder, dirty, dirty service, little cuz cock up with a dirty burn up a bed. Believe in me a thousand percent Bet I achieve what I was sitting here to get And I couldn't resist Killing these niggas with their toxinness Without a pocket pistol monotonous Told myself I couldn't rock with this Hanging with goofies couldn't get rich True blood suckers couldn't see bliss Couldn't see shits Chris cold face Nigga, nigga, they're wrong I ain't regurgitating, percolating Singing the same song I'm blessed all day long say I'm washed. Well, they're absolutely right. I am washed. As in washed, cleansed, and purified of the nonsense they tried to attest to my context. I am resilient. I am more than a survivor. I am a thriver. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. 
turn a reflection, I digress. I love me more than the loveless. I love me more than the loveless. Turn up, million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth could deny the power of Surprised that I ain't lost my mind. Had to take setbacks and learn to accept setbacks. That those I gave jetpacks that no planes don't fly. Now I'm in no space, so wasting my time. Focus my goals into shift paradigms. My get up and go to keep my folks from dying. So I'm in the road with a goal that's refined. Yeah, body with a mean vision. Reflected from every angle through a clean prism. Dark matter reflecting intact, the color was gray. When I lost my mother, found peace inside my queen. And I leaned in on my brothers. Yeah, bars was shaping up the grand scheme. I done wrestled to the mat, all my damn demons. In a matter of time, became a champion. Now my everyday marches to do the damn thing. So my aim's a pack out of the arena. Inspire the future leaders with every line of the levers. The guards and the believers do what they can't conceive us. Love what we do and leave us. Brick, they never see us. Woo! God damn, I'm feeling good, mother. Fuck what they say. I'm doing what they never would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a grasp on your life, yeah. Pay many sacrificial prices. Brody, I'm done playing nice, yeah. They go to recognize who the nice is. From the north to the southeast. Kicking a deserving lane, share about seats. I'm aligned with it, man. You cannot be. Say anything I want, yeah. Turn up. Man, I ain't talking in terms of I wish, I want to, or even I will anymore. Only things I proclaim, my I do, I have, and I am. I do as my ancestors instruct. I have all I need to affect change, and I am a living magnification of God. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Turn a reflection, I digress. I love me more than the loveless. I love me more than the loveless. Turn up, turn up. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth could deny the 